to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. Hello there, space explorers. We are coming to you from Earth with earthly news about our favorite shows ever. Hi! Guys. <laughs> I don't know what India's doing. Like, I really I hope John. that picture. No, I sent John that picture of okay, us good. recording. I so was like, sweetie today. I was like, please don't document me without my consent. as we know i was very uncomfortable with the on-camera portion of last week's recording (laughs) i was not built for influencer life guys i don't know why you were uncomfortable you looked just fine i just i like being invisible again contrary to what a lot of people may think they know (laughs) dear diary um but like i just like the anonymity of us with our little headphones in secrecy you know meanwhile me i'm like tiktok and it's guys. like camera i'm there smile i know we're both jupiter and leo call me a, right? ham, call me a ham sandwich no. aren't we both jupiter and leo we are I feel like we have so many like, signs that are similar but in like in some circumstances i like interfacing but it just feels so intimate you know what i mean versus like i don't mind being like central or leading something like it's like in a perceived space does that make sense like I think it has to do with other things in my life of just like I don't like to feel confined and so like being just like our two faces on the tiny phone screen I was like I feel trapped my chest is starting to tighten well untrap yourself because we're back at the end of the month (laughs) your comfort zone you do you, do you see oh this? No, I don't want to look. She's Your trying to give me a Venn diagram, guys. You. Oh, Something outside so of it. At least. Oh, thanks. Even though they're press-ons and I already popped one off by accident. Listen, I don't even know where it press-ons is. Press-ons are a good purchase sometimes because sometimes these nail salons, they're really charging you some money for some bullshit. Yeah, I just need to get like a new cure light. <clears throat> to do like the press ones I normally do right now it's just glue and I painted them myself and everything cute I still have my tiny thrill of brazils I know those are super yeah, they're cute. my real nails but they look even smaller on the screen they look square which is weird okay yeah they do look square I'm just waiting for my real ones to grow back because after my sister's wedding I took my polish off and they just all broke so yeah (laughs) not fell but you know what I mean like when it just breaks off so yeah and homecoming is next month I'm going well I guess um, I don't know if my nails will grow back by then I'm going on a little birthday trip so I'll have to refresh them claws (laughs) yeah me (laughs) that'll be fun ironically there may be going um, there may be one week that you have to record by yourself, but not the week of my birthday, the week that I have a work conference, like the week right after in Charleston. Okay. And I have to do schmoozy dinners with people. 
Um, I'm well, going to be undisclosed locations until afterward because I don't like people knowing. My- I'll tell you offline, but you know. I mean, I don't it's think we have any stalkers on that. this. <laughs> it's not even about stalkers. It's the evil eye. You got to protect yourself from people who don't want good for you. They're the ones usually listening. So, I mean, I just That's say I, said, I will tell you my friend offline later. Yeah, I mean, evil eyes sure. definitely just- real, but I, I, I like teeter on like evil eye telling people don't tell people things, and then also like. No, I'm going to say what I want to say and in my brain block my energy from you. Because I'm like, all these people who tell people exactly what they're doing or what they're working on and it all works out for them. So I'm like, what? what's the difference between them and me? But are they telling like trusted folks? Or are they just telling randoms in the streets? Randoms. Well, that's interesting for them. But in my culture we don't tell people anything until it's happened. Like, you know, until you've signed a contract until you've yeah, like purchased. Cause it's always the ones closest. I texted you if you're curious. Oh, my phone. Um, I put my phone on D and D. D But, um, but yeah, I just, again, just don't like people knowing my, I don't even like people in my family outside of my parents knowing my business. Like that's just, I don't know. Tasha told me which placements about that make me super private, but again, strangers. I mean, I'm private, but I like secrets. If my trip is booked, I'm going. Yeah, and then you get that flight delay or that cancellation. No, okay, not people you. People just wish good on others, like yeah. First of all, people don't be raggedy, but I just know the truth about the world. On that sunny note. I shall be turning 33. Shout out to my Jesus year. Jesus. We made it this far. My Pippin year, <laughs> my bird year, depending on who you're asking. Mm, like Larry truly, Bird or Pippin. In truly bro fashion, I will be celebrating all month long. <laughs> like That's got, the Leo in you. I got a trip the week of. I have the work trip the week after. I have a friend visiting the weekend after. I'm having my actual birthday party here in town the fourth week after to end labor season that is insane. and then i'm going to dc for work so and then we're hosting a conference for work and then i'm going to my cousin's wedding and then it's thanksgiving what the fuck boom let's go all <laughs> i have everybody. is work work and homecoming my mom's birthday homecoming cute that's it oh because you're going to tenure yeah oh my god i'm so interested in you reporting to see how your class does with making an appearance because my class i think we discussed this already but my class was like kind of weak like people you know went but like literally it was basically like one overlapping friend group of mine that went but like three other friend groups didn't go and i was like okay raggedy yeah i'm just trying to figure out what events i'm gonna go to because I never liked on-campus events when I was a student. So I'm like, all the sales of like the tickets for like the parties and stuff. Don't do like, okay. So my recommendation is like, honestly, don't buy anything except the Saturday night bash. Cause that's fun. Cause it's on the sunken garden. So it kind of reminds you of a little king and queen. Yeah. I remember the king. 
that's what it was giving me king and queen like it's that same band that they use for everything that's like an old like motown group or something like that and i was weak because like the older gentleman who was the lead was sitting on um jasmine and he was like flirting with her while we were like all dancing and he he could not have been younger than 70 and he was like he was just like having a time um but it has like unlimited beer and wine it has a bunch of food too if you like eating that's for some people um i'm about the beverages as we know if i'm on that campus yeah i first really thought that was shade towards me i'm like wait for some people oh no no i no no i just meant like I it's valid (laughs) I'm calling myself out for being a drunk I'm like if y'all want food they do serve plenty I've seen at a distance but the problem is is that Saturday I'm just already by dinner time on another level so (laughs) I'm like who eats yeah that's a me problem I probably I saw there was like a networking thing I'll probably go to like the networking thing and like the Saturday things but yeah I just like didn't pay for a tip. So are you getting there Friday? When do you get there? Shit. I don't know. Me and Ari, <laughs> we got, we booked the hotel already like months ago, but I can't remember what the dates are. So. Cause I like, just for me, like, you know, our school is not like a tailgating school per se. Like there are tailgates, but I just don't feel like anything good happens. Like nothing interesting happens. At any There's event. a black tailgate. I think I'm going to go to. I like before the football game I like stopped by with my friends but I can't remember and there's like a latinx one too but um I don't know it's just like it's not like you you see people like you go say hi to you know whoever you run into there but like in terms of like activities yeah it's kind of like I don't know what I'm why I'm here so all I remember is that we went out Friday night Saturday we went to breakfast one of us didn't make one of my friends didn't make it that morning because she had too much fun on Friday we came back like got dressed walked around like honestly we stopped through the tailgates and we're like sure and so then we just walked through campus and had fun and then I just was like at the delis in the afternoon and then made it back to the hotel for dinner and then we went to the Saturday night bash and then went out and that's what a weekend in Williamsburg is like yeah, I wish John, I wanted him to come with me. Oh, we're going Friday. Okay, cool. Um, I wanted him to come with me, but he was like, uh, no, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking Williamsburg. I, it's like, I feel like to bring someone, it's more fun to go just like one-on-one if they didn't go to school there, you know what I mean? Like versus like bring them at homecoming. I mean, he's just so but good with people. Like, like homecoming. it would be a good like buffer for me. Like when I run out of shit to say, or like my autistic personality starts to come out. Like, he's yeah, just but, a good buffer. But you know what's weird is like, at least in my experience, is just like you. At this point, we're so old. Like you'll see people that you don't really like. I'm not saying you don't fuck with, but like that you just don't talk to anymore. And you're just like, hey, all is well. And then you just keep walking. Like no one. People have gotten past the point of like trying to make a conversation happen when they know that that energy. See, and that's the thing. Like there's no one in my class that I don't fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> like that, they were all from yours. You didn't have a problem. Well, you know what? A lot of people hate on this class. That's well, actually, okay. There's one person from my <laughs> class 
that was supposed <laughs> to be from your class, but graduated the year after. So well, that's I not our fault. They know who that person now. is. Um, I don't. You're gonna have to text me. I love how you're always like, you know who that is. And my like, ex. Okay, well, you're still gonna have to text me because I didn't keep track of the team roster. I didn't have a roster. Okay, no. <laughs> I- they weren't on any football team. That should be easy. Wait, was it this person? Wait, I'm gonna just text you. What? I don't even Can know. I not enunciate? No, or- you're terrible <laughs> at that. Um, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. So I just I'm trying to figure out if I'm gonna how my transportation is gonna be to get to getting there. I haven't booked a flight because I was like, oh, I'll just drive, and I'm like, fuck. Oh, you're gonna drive from Atlanta. I mean, I do do that drive all the time because I was going to go home first to see my family for like my mom's birthday and then go. It's like eight and a half. Well, you're a strong warrior of the Lord. I do it all the time. I haven't flown home since 2018. I can't like I'm the opposite. Like if I can get a flight anywhere, I will. Even if it's an hour flight, I'm like, yep, I'll do it. I mean, I just, I'm just thinking about like transportation and like, I gotta, I gotta drive there. And I mean, I have to like drive to Williamsburg and how's Ari getting there around. I mean, she lives in Nova, so she's driving. Uh, I would just ask her to pick me up <laughs> from Nova and backtrack to, to anywhere, like, Richmond, flying to Richmond. Oh, oh. No, but I'm flying early for like. The, oh, for like, your family? Yeah, for my family. Can't somebody who really loves you in your family pick you up from the Newport News Airport and then Ari, like, meet them halfway or something? I mean, I'm sure. I'll figure it out. I need to figure I it out. I just really believe that. in planes and not cars. <sighs> I even looked at a train because I was like, ooh, trains seem fun. It was twenty fucking a 20 fucking hour train ride because train? it doesn't go, it goes to DC first and then back down. And I'm like, that makes n- literally no sense. <laughs> I know the only time I use the train is going from here to like DC and Baltimore, just because it's the same difference as sitting in traffic. And I can yeah. a passenger princess staring out the window, like I'm Serena Vanderwoodson returning to New York city. Yeah, it just seemed like so but, fun. I'm like, oh, a train, I could get work done. Like, I can theoretically, it is. And stuff. But long 20 fucking hours? No, Congress. So let's get on our bullet speed trains from Los Angeles to San Francisco. We can start. And then DC to New York is next. Let's go. Infrastructure, jobs, economy. <laughs> okay. Wow. Watch his Barbie <laughs> once. And it's suddenly President Barbie. <laughs> um, the first thing is first, India. Um, as you know, I had a meltdown last Thursday at the news that rad house is no more i have a rumor about that you what i have a rumor about that a blind item that i oh saw um oh my god i have a burp so venus retrograde no one's safe i mean venus retrograde ended on sunday, sunday. but last thursday was still the the time yeah but it's also mercury retrograde so i'm like all the miscommunication unless like they had again like thought about breaking up or they actually broke up before mercury retrograde because rumor on the street is that they had called off their engagement already but summer house is obviously struggling with ratings and so they did it on camera to like boost the ratings 
Well, everyone says that now because that was like the same thing about Scandal. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They were saying so that Ariana I, knew that Tom was cheating on her and that she was also cheating on him, too. That was another blind I, item that I saw recently. I don't care only because I'm just like so sad. And I really thought like we were going to make this one work. You know, like we had talked so much, like they are mature, like they've been friends for all this time. They are soulmates. And I just, yeah. I feel so bad for Lindsay. And everyone is going to take this opportunity, not us, but like, you know, other people are going to take this as an opportunity to like rain on her because it's always like she's the problem, she's the problem, she's the problem. But like every time we've seen her in a relationship on this television series for seven years, like she puts 100% into it. Bitch, why is Monica following us? Because I followed her. And she's my poppy of the week. Monica. She definitely follows us. Yes, friend. Wow, I can't believe she's your poppy. I mean, I knew it after I saw your comment. I was like, oh, she's the poppy of the week. She is the motherfucking poppy of the week. And now our friend. Which surprises me because you're such a Jen Shaw fan and she snitched on Jen Shaw that I'm like, Hmm. I mean, we're gonna. What's get going into- on in your brain, Miss Rubes? I wish people could just understand how I can hold a lot of space for a lot of different things. Okay, this like, I seem like a simpleton bitch, but I have layers in here. Like, no, I, I know you have layers, but the loyalty. Harder, your loyalty was to Jin Shah. What's happening? But I've liked people who are enemies before. Like, I've liked people who are anti each other before. Wow! Wow, Bethany! Wow! Yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't um, mean to interrupt you, but I literally just oh, saw that. Really? Like, oh, Monica. Okay. Let me chill out. That's that ginger ale plus all the Indian food in my belly. <laughs> There's like Do a you lot not, of I'm... carbohydrates in here. Oh my gosh. Meanwhile, you know what I had today? I had. Uh, she's going to be like, I woke up at 8 30 and I didn't eat till 1 p.m. I had string cheese and a glass of white wine. No, and no, no. I did better today. I had three crackers. What no, did I, I did better today. I did wake up late because I was just so tired. I was in bed sleep, um, sleep, <laughs> reading a book till late. So I did wake up late, but I had uh, two eggs with cottage cheese mix. Okay, these are good. Come on, protein. And a half an avocado and two yeah, small slices okay. of uh, sourdough bread, like okay, cut thinly. She got all the macronutrients in there. I'm loving it. Yeah. And then I didn't eat again until oh God. 6.30. And I had um, a kale and broccoli salad with some cran- dried cranberries and almonds. Well, the bowl is sitting over there. I would have loved like a protein paired with the salad, but I love all of the fiber in there that you put in there. Love the healthy fats with the nuts. Overall, satisfactory. I'm very proud of you. It's way better today, right? Two nutritious meals. Actually, eight. The time difference, concerning, but at least you ate before the recording because you love that 10 p.m. dinner. Oh, I'm still eating after this. I'm going to make a pizza. Oh, my God, you guys. (laughs) So close. (laughs) We almost had it all. Adele TM. (laughs) (laughs) But I am very proud of you. I'm acknowledging that you're- But I actually that. ate, yeah. I put food and in my belly today. And that the choices were good. Um. Okay, back 3,000 steps. Like, wow, joy, panic, stress. Um, 
<laughs> of course, my first coping mechanism to this breakup was starting Summer House from season one, episode one. And I was like, you know what? Season one wasn't that bad. <laughs> Which, whatever, it is that bad. But like, you know, when you have enough distance from something that then you can watch it because it no longer affects you. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt about season one. Because the tw- the twins and Steven, I don't know why, but they were very triggering people to me of like, no, thank you. And so now I can watch. What about one. Lindsay's friend? She was the most triggering to me. But she was always a loser. And like <laughs> she had the power. You know what I mean? Christina was nobody. So it was like she was a non-event. Like the twins were so tall and those big titties and they were always screaming and so obsessed with each other and it was creepy. And then Steven was just always so sad. And I was just like, stop being sad. You're at a summer house, Angel. You know, I started, so you started from season one, whereas I went back to season five and Ooh, the COVID season, the COVID season when Hannah was going the fuck off <laughs> the rails. <laughs> she's like, I have had no interaction besides these she's... six cats and my parents. I'm just glad that she's happy, <laughs> but that season was rough for her. It was so bad. Like I the loop stuff I understood because I like, how dare you Kyle and compared him to her dad. <laughs> Yeah, and her tennis coach. But then, yeah, the Kyle stuff was like, wait, isn't Amanda your friend and you're sitting here? That was rough. Oh, that was rough. Even Paige was like, oh, I can't have your back here. But the Luke stuff, I understood. She just went, she just went crazy. I think it just. Luke is just confusing. You know that Luke is dating Tasha from The Bachelor. Are they right? still dating? Um, That is what I've heard. Because I think they went to see Taylor Swift together. Oh, I mean, that's awesome for for them i think they would be a good looking couple all we know is like luke has a type because if we line everybody up no black (laughs) (laughs) but like he likes like the mixed girls too because you know tasha's like latina and black and ashley is like white and black oh i mean he likes poc like hannah wasn't hannah was a little flavor you know italians think that they're the black people of like the europeans um First of all, you know what I thought of, though? I saw a little girl with red hair, and it was, like, completely naturally straight the other day. And I was thinking about you being like, no redheads have straight hair. And I'm like, no, I swear <laughs> I've seen them. I almost took a picture of the little girl to be like, look, India. Look. <laughs> I'm like, it's like the Irish people. They have straight hair, too. You know, I saw a TikTok today that said that matters. Irish people are so like the best it's the best country to go to in Europe if you are like black or of color because they're so like normal like they accept everyone and they're just so like anti-racist they're more than like a lot of I won't say any country in Europe but then a lot of them I'm like where did she get this from barstool sports <laughs> no I got it from tiktok there was a girl who was there and oh my god <laughs> no she said she saw it was um a news article because she lives in like another city or country and Mm. she saw a news article of like some African women like playing in the snow or something and like they she was like oh no like there are gonna be so many hate comments under this about like this their skin color or like whatever and all the Irish people were just like oh my gosh they look so happy they're so joyful and like just speaking normally she's like what the fuck I need to go visit this this Irish land to see for myself and she's like I had the best experience like She's Aww, literally cute. the best experience. I was like, that's so awesome. So maybe I'll go to Ireland. I've been, <laughs> it was quite fun. Were I they accepting of you, Rubes? I mean, they just thought I was beige. 
Like I wasn't out there being like, hola, papi. Like, <laughs> hola, papi. Como like, esta? Hey, y'all. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. So I went with my friend Travis and it was so funny because like the first day we were in Dublin, right? Like the beginning, which is like a very like, you know, to us, that sounds like so exotic. But obviously, like I think there it's like a pretty not international city, but like if there's going to be people from different places, it's going to be there. Yeah. And um, we literally just got like lunch somewhere and the server like asked us like, do you guys live here? And we were both like, oh my God, you think we live in Ireland? Love that for us. We didn't say that, but <laughs> when they, when he was there, we're like, oh no, no, we live in the States or whatever. And then when he left, we we're like, oh my God, we could pass for like Irish residents. That's insane. <laughs> we were so annoying. <laughs> we did go see though like we're trying to figure out this was around my birthday too we're trying to figure out what week to go like based on our work schedules and we were like down to two different weeks and we both love like concerts and all this stuff so Travis just like looked up like what who was playing while we were there if there was anybody we'd know and Shania Twain was playing (laughs) and so we went the week that she was playing to go see her in (laughs) Ireland and people thought that we like traveled to Ireland with the purpose of seeing her. <laughs> we were like, no, she performed. She was just a bonus. <laughs> we were just like, if God said, which week should you go? We picked the one where Shania Twain was in town. Oh, gosh. Very funny seeing a bunch of Irish people dressed in leopard print and singing country ass songs. It was it was a, a time. time. <laughs> 2018, you were great. It was so much fun, but it's really pretty. I could have spent like way longer there because there's actually like a million things to see. We did like a week and literally we spent every day. So we like stayed in Dublin in a little apartment, like Airbnb, like tiny because we just wanted to go see stuff. So we didn't care where we were sleeping. And we'd like go to the train station and take these like tours to like every different part of the country every day and like just be gone the entire day and then come back at night and just be like dead. That's been so fun. But the first two days we spent like walking around Dublin and celebrating my birthday and whatnot. So I'm definitely manifesting a birthday trip this year and like a vacation. And I'm manifesting a, uh, um, I know you say evil eye, but whatever. You can, I just like, it's just different about like, I just don't like people knowing what I'm doing with my calendar. Oh yeah. And I'm also manifesting a, a friend birthday trip, half birthday trip, because I just feel like, my birthday is so womp because it's right after the holidays. Everyone's broke um, and doesn't, they don't want to do anything. You just got to um, get their money before the holidays so that it's like girl math. Like it's free by the time you guys go basically. Yeah. But I'm like my half birthday is during the summer. It's like the perfect medium ground. Like nothing's happening. So, and Rocky was like, oh, that's perfect. Like it's literally like, there's nothing going on. Rocky like my page. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe I'll do. She was like, I think you should. So I think I'm going to plan a half birthday trip. Ooh, that will be fun. You'll be invited, of course. Thank you. I was like, I'm not going to ask. I don't want (laughs) to come meet you. (laughs) But you know, I love a fucking trip. I know. Now I just need to like actually plan it. Let's go to Sweden. I don't know. I mean, I'd be down to go somewhere like super international. You're going to want to go to like a beach kind of place. Like maybe. not quite Miami, but like maybe like no, hell no, a not or something or like a little island. I would definitely want to do like an Airbnb like house situation or like a resort, like where, where it's like all inclusive, yeah. like something Love like cheap. 
um, so that we can just have Let's fun. Let's go to Mexico. I was thinking about Mexico for like a vacation, <laughs> but I could always. There are different parts of Mexico. I've only been to Cabo, so yeah, I have. No, no, been no. I've been to. Heard, yeah, I've been to Cabo. I've heard Cozumel is cool, and that's on the Atlantic side, so the water is warmer. Yeah, is the Pacific cold? Mm, too much. Yeah. That's what they don't tell you in those California brochures. Yeah, we'll see. But in the meantime, this year, I'm taking, because I have not taken a vacation at all. Like, I think I'm just doing little trips around Georgia. Like, oh, like, let's explore. So the first stop is I'm surprising John with a trip. Not really a trip. It's a day trip. But I'm like, get in the car, loser. We're going somewhere. Get in the car now. It's urgent. (laughs) You're like, okay, we're going on a love trip. Yeah, we're just going for the day. So I'll tell you where later. Yeah, I am going somewhere else in December before I go see my parents. I'm excited because I've never been there before. I'm going to Montreal. I don't know why I'm okay sharing that and not the other thing, but yeah, the other is domestic. <laughs> but I'm going <laughs> for my same friend Travis's birthday, and he got like an Airbnb for that stuff, and that's gonna be oh, so that's fun. And so we'll just be like giving Hallmark film in like a little you know Christmassy town and. He's like sent all the things like that he wants to do while there. I guess because it's also like his trip more so than my trip. Right. Wow. My trip already got mildly uh, because I was supposed to see Madonna on the night before my birthday. I forgot you said that. Yeah. What happened to that? And Miss Ma'am got, well, she got a bacterial infection this summer and thankfully she survived. She was hospitalized for days. Trust me. I was like, where's my rosary? She needs to be (laughs) it. And then light my candle. (laughs) I was like, wait, where's my Madonna Saint candle next to my Virgin Mary candle? (laughs) Pray to all of them. Um, But I was like, then she gets better. And then she's like, I'm better, but I have to like move all of my US because she was supposed to start touring like in July. And I think she got sick literally like a week before. And she's like, we'll figure out what the dates are once like I've recovered. And then once she recovered, it was like, all of the North American tour dates are being moved till after Europe. And so she starts performing in Europe in October. So the date that I was originally supposed to go got moved and then she switched venues. So we don't even get like our old tickets honored. They get refunded and then we have to get new tickets on sale at the new venue. Oh, that's a lot. But maybe she'll be overseas in December around where you are. I'm sure you've checked. I should check that. But my mom said she's never going to go see Madonna again because we went for my respective, like my 25th birthday and her 50th birthday. And the thing about Madonna and like, maybe she'll be different this time, but I highly doubt it because it's been 40 years. Cause that's also the point. The tour is like Madonna's 40th celebration anniversary tour. So like she's been performing for 40 years for the commoners who don't right. play it. All your faves wouldn't exist without her. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. We won't do that on this episode, but she's gonna give a madonna dissertation (laughs) y'all she's just my everything but that's a different episode um i already lost track oh she's always late she shows up like two hours late to her own performance so she's like lauren hill sure (laughs) i didn't know that about miss hill yeah lauren hill shows up late to all of her performances and then sometimes not at all oh (laughs) Madonna does show up eventually. She just takes her sweet time. And my mom was so pissed. And my mom was like, nobody is too good to show up, like to not be on time for me. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So if I were to see Madonna in Germany, I'd have to see her 
alone with the German people. <laughs> do you um do you do you dabble in like Oktoberfest? Well, I don't really even like before the wheat allergy thing, I'm not a big beer person. And so it just mm. like doesn't call to me. But I've talked to people about like going at some point before my parents move back because it seems like it'd be a nice experience. And I personally don't mind being sober when other people are drunk, um, as long as it's like people I know. Oh my God. I don't know when they're moving back, but I would love to go with you to Germany to Oktoberfest. Yeah. I love German food. I, I particularly love their potato salad. And I've said that before and people are like, hmm, interesting. Like their potato salad of all things. I'm like, yeah, they have really good That's great potato salad. Um, I was asking because there is this town here in Georgia called Helen and they're known for like their Oktoberfest. And so John's friends were like, y'all should come with us when we go. So I think we're going to do that come upcoming, which will be fun. Like, my friends are going to like a Renaissance fair this fall. And I was like, that would be my jam just to see all the freaky freaks. in there. like Gilmore girls. Yeah, basically. But I went when I was a kid in Minnesota and it's like the funniest thing ever. But again, I'll be gone this whole month of October. So <laughs> no time for friendship. <laughs> Too busy. Just jet setting and hosting and other partying I'm doing for my birthday here. I think I'm going to told you this already. Um, like I go to this dance studio in Scott's Edition mm-hmm. and have like your own birthday party there. So I'm going to have like just a private dance class with my friends. Oh, it's going to be fun. And so, and I'm like, everybody wear pink and black. So it's kind of- edition is so cute. I'm sure it's gotten cuter since I've been, since I've lived there. The rent is not cute because I tried to move there once. I I remember you like showed me the, like you were showing me like- Yeah, that was like like the new build. But yeah, I was like, um, I will stay in walking distance of my workplace for a bit cheaper and just as fine. Yeah. I mean, I completely understand. Look at, you know, I live in a new construction apartment and it is quite pricey yeah so shout out to them they are busy and they continue building but it is fun it's super close though and it's just fun to like go over there for random stuff so yeah yep they have that it's good Barbie's um, birthday season soon they have a good barbecue place in scott's edition i can't remember the name I think of it's it. right next to my dance studio really? <laughs> is it ZZQ? yes mm-hmm. and then they have that one wine place i don't know if they still have it that you can like you I don't know if they have tap to have your own like and get your own wine like they give you a glass I don't know if they have that anymore they have like circuit which is the arcade bar with a bunch of beers but I don't know if that opened after you moved probably after I moved circuit there's obviously like 300 bre- not 300 but like you know four or five breweries Richmond has a lot of breweries yeah and definitely there um there's Brambley Park there's um there's a new brunch place called pinkies or something i haven't been there yet um but they also have something lucky af sushi i don't know if that was there when you lived here but Mm -mm. but yeah she's cute and industrial and rebuilt and it's like very like um it reminds me of like the arts district in la right outside of downtown that's also like kind of industrial too yeah where it's kind of like the new girl neighborhood you know living in a loft somewhere but yep thems are the times um i'm trying to think if i have any lingering do you have any lingering thoughts about carl and Lindsay? no obviously what the best for Lindsay. and i mean like we'll see what happens i hope it's not quite the same but i hope like hub house gets some kind of support 
Can it's somebody just her an Uber One membership ad partnership? Yeah, it's just like it's difficult being because how old is she? Like 37, 38? Yeah, I think she's 37. And I think he's 38. Um, like I feel like at some point, like in your 30s, you all of a sudden, like if you want family and stuff, you're like, whoa, like I need to make it happen. And I feel like she's like she for like she's forcing it too much and just needs to like dial it back and just be like, whatever happens, happens. And hopefully that will work out better than the kind of and I, I forceful think nature. Be- I think she has before because I feel like I can't remember if it was like season three or four. Well, I mean, like, she actually like- did that after Stravi or was it? Um, not Stravi was the same. I think it was before. I think it was like some point between. No, because after Stravi, remember she had her she had her whole season, and like everyone's like, we're so concerned about oh, you gee. sleeping with everyone. That was a good season, though. Yeah, I loved that for her. Thank you for bringing back some. Good that was ones. a season after COVID. Just, that was season six. I can't like rewatch Summer House because those chicks are just so mean sometimes. Where I'm just like, I can't do it. Like the hypocrisy is just too much. The judgment. But yes, Lindsay did get her host season on season six. I love that. But um, yeah, I mean, I think she's definitely going to have to like, she's going to want to take a break emotionally and mentally because I feel like it's also doubly betraying because it was like her best friend as well. Yeah. Very sincerely best friends. And like, I was coincidentally like looking at old episodes of a podcast that I listened to that's just like a pop culture podcast. And I saw that there was like an interview of them when they were together last season and like just talking about it. And I was just like, and I listened to it post breakup. And so I was like, oh my God, this is so sad. The rumor is also that she embarrassed him all season. Like, just like. Well, also just the fact that he like blindsided her and did it on camera, whether or not it was, you know. Planned or not, yeah. Conspiracy theory all day. But the fact that he did that to her on camera is just bananas to me. Only because it's like, again, best friends. But he has an Aries moon. And so the, as one of my friends says who has an Aries moon, he's always like, when we're done with people, we burn people. And I'm like, ooh, dark. Katie Maloney, Aries moon. Mary Cosby, Aries moon. We'll get into it later, but... <laughs> Should we take a break and actually talk about Bravo? Let's do it. All right. Back, back, back to business after we had a little deep dive personally. Um, Poppy and Poopy of the Week. I'll start just because I already kind of stole Yeah. <laughs> Monica. We'll get into it when we talk about the episode, but I'll just say in general, like, and I'll explain like how I feel about her, you know, being the informant against Jen, all this stuff, like. I just like what she's bringing to the show because it's like just such a different element, right? Like she clearly, I don't say clearly, let me not start with assumptions. It does not seem as though she is as wealthy as the other women. Like it's not like she's giving aspirational, but she's giving to me a more relatable vibe. And again, aside from Mary, who's just a friend of the only person of color on the cast, because no matter what Angie's doing with her tanning and stuff, she's Greek. She's not, it's kind of like Italians, like you were saying, like they think they're the black people, but they're they're not. But Mm -hmm. my friend Monica, who now follows us, is Colombian Portuguese, (laughs) trilingual, because I was reading them captions. She's speaking multiple languages, y'all. 
But I just like that she was just really upfront and she's just like putting her mess out there because like that's what we watch the shows for. At least that's what I watch it for is like I'd rather have imperfect people who are upfront about their mess than people who are just like, oh, here's like my storyline of the se- like a Melissa Gorga with like the made up storyline of the season. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, I've got four kids. I divorced my, I can't wait to hear more about the divorce, remarry. The entanglements. I'm like, okay, what were the entanglements I, I need to know all of that. I love that she's like, I know shit about all these bitches because I was Jen's assistant. Um, <laughs> I do like how she kind of put John blast and saying like, yeah, like she didn't say anything nice about anyone ever. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> my Libra son, Capricorn moon sister, nobody can have the records of what I say. <laughs> That's why I don't have a personal assistant, guys. <laughs> no. But, um, and then I especially liked that on social media, she called out Lisa Barlow. And we can get into that a little bit because I personally, in that scene, when um, Lisa was doing like the description of what Monica looked like in terms of like hair color and fair skin and stuff. Again, it may not be something that other people read into, but like as a Latinx person, when people are like, how can a Latinx person be? And of course hers was dyed, but like other people, like how can somebody have blonde hair and blue eyes and be Latino? Or like, how can someone have fair skin? Or how does she have fair skin in this? And I was weak when she was like, I'd rather have fair skin or tan skin than orange skin in reference to Lisa's um, spray tan efforts over the years. And then she said, how did she recognize her friend Angie of 15 years and then put a throwback picture of Angie that is on our stories right now because <laughs> I lost it. Because I, I mean, also, I hate Angie K, although I was weak when they did the flashback too. She was doing Barbie scissor kicks with Jen and then got punched in the face. I was like a little weak, but. I mean, Angie did look like she belonged in Scott Pilgrim versus the universe. Um, yes. What a record. giving Ramona. Ramona from that movie, not Ramona here for clarification for the yeah Ramona from the movie. Um, I'm screaming. She could have been in like no doubt. No, it was giving MySpace. I was like, okay, listens to Paramore once. (laughs) It's me being Kim to Courtney. Like, okay, like rock out. (laughs) Favorite line from the Kardashians. (laughs) But yes, I I'm just like just kind of a fan of like the messiness. I love the casting of her too. Like this isn't a her thing, but I love that, you know, whoever found her was like the person who was one of the leaks to the FBI or the CIA or the secret service or whoever. And like, I'm nervous in a legal sense of like what they can say, but this must've all been like vetted before they let her, before they aired all of that. You know what I mean? In terms of like the things she said that Jen said to her and stuff. Of like I mean, this and this in your name. I mean, I think they're about mess. I don't think they're really about like betting. <laughs> there well, are so I many like I mean, Bravo people who have sued, like. Right? I mean, how would they get sued? Who would they get sued by? I'm not a lawyer. Jen's in jail. <laughs> who are they getting sued I by? I don't I don't know. A I Sharif mean, is a lawyer. He could do it. Yeah, but he she didn't say anything about him. She just was talking about Jen. But he could do it on behalf of Jen. Okay, no. I don't think there's any... I think that it's just very messy, but whoever that producer is that hired her is obviously getting a raise because it's like, oh yeah. No, it was. it's excellent. Like, And I just like that she's not like... 
she doesn't seem like she's going to bow down to anybody. Like, also, Salt Lake City is not the type where there's, like, a queen bee or anything. Like, there is no one to bow down to. So I just like that she's, like, come out guns blazing. And it's just, like, whoever's in my way. Bloop, bloop, bloop. We'll see as the season progresses. Um, Who's your poopy? I had one, and then I forgot. (laughs) But, like, I know it was either, I mean, the other two shows we watched, it was either from Below Deck Down Under or it was from Roni. I'm going to say, and this is an unpopular opinion. I don't know how you're going to feel when we're recapping today, today, but I do feel like Jenna's my poopy because I just feel like it's not her actions. It's like, it's always, it's not the crime. It's the cover up. It's like, so Jenna, they're doing like their cast trip for Roni and Jenna flies down early and she has like a bucket of excuses it's her genetic disorder. It's the plane class. It's the, I was going to go to Miami. There was a puppy involved. It's like giving Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy, like confusion. And I wish she would have just been like, yeah, I don't care about bonding with you guys. And I don't, cause I feel like when you own the decisions you make, even if they're not ideal and you're just like, nope, this is why I did it is like much better to me than like scrambling for reasons wow we are literally on opposite sides of the spectrum today literally I gonna side with jenna and be like yeah i don't want to fly coach and like no 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 that was that my reason disordered no 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 that wasn't my thing um my poppy is baby gorgeous because lisa came oh. in just shining her lights in the beginning with her sundance queen all of her outfits lisa just lights up my life um Okay. Poopy. My poopy goes to literally everyone but Jenna from Rumi. And Uba. No Uba. So Sai. What does Uba Aaron. get past? Sai and Aaron. Because Jenna could suck her dick. Sai and Aaron in particular. And I will say Aaron for the most part. Um, uh oh. And we'll get into that. I'm not even going to explain myself to you. That's my reason. I'm pulling a Jenna or what Jenna should have said. <laughs> Literally, what a flop example, guys. <laughs> don't pop, don't poopy like that. <laughs> what a flop of a human. <laughs> Not a human of an argument. Um, so this week's Rony was like the first one where I really was like, huh, I don't want to rewatch this. Like the first, however many there's been, like six or seven, I'm like, oh, I love it. Stimulation. And then I'm like, I want to watch it again just because it's like so different to me. And then this one was like the first, but I think to me, the episode in which people are arriving on a trip is always like the least good because it's all about like, oh, I'm packing. What will I pack? Talking to someone's spouse, like, oh my God, what if she asks me a question about that thing that she's mad at me about? You know, like it's just a lot of like filler because they want the vacation episodes to last long. So it's always like they save the actual vacation for like the last third of that episode. So that it yeah. can be like that, a whole vacation episode, and then usually a third episode in which they wrap up the trip and return. And so it was just like, it it wasn't, I was going to call it foreplay, but it wasn't even foreplay because there was nothing good happening. It was just filler. Um, yeah, it was a lot of filler. Um but- I do like that it was like Christmas time in New York because I love Christmas time in New York. That's one of the most basic things about me. I can admit that here to the public. Love New York City Christmas time. Love the big ornaments. Love it all. 
Um, I don't really care about like Bryn and Jenna bonding with their brothers, although both attractive men. I was like, hello, brothers. Um, yeah, they were both attractive. Spencer was like more my type though, because he was so chill. Like he seemed like yeah. he had like a little swag and he was just like chill. I don't he, know what face that was, but. <laughs> the, like the way he was resisting rolling his eyes at like all of Jenna's lines. I was just like, they both, both brothers kind of like didn't have time for their sisters <laughs> making this a TV moment, to be honest. They were like, you know, cause it's like a first season, right? And so it's yeah. just like, yep, we'll film this scene with you for your show so that you can tell them you have a family. But I, mean, was- I think Brynn's was a little bit more real because it like pulled in some of her psychological, like has some psychological aspects to it. Um, but Jenna's was, Jenna was just Jenna, being Jenna. Jenna was getting a lot of like, Jenna lost me a lot in this episode because it was just giving a lot of distilled, like definitely like I'm just here to promote a brand kind of energy. It was giving me one and done season energy, to be honest. Um, I feel like I definitely feel like this is this is like the takedown Jenna like season is becoming that it seems. Um, I think just the trip will be. I don't think it's going to be the whole season. Well, I mean, the past couple of episodes, like with the like this, like or the beginning, like in the Hamptons, like, oh, you want to stay at your place? You don't want to stay with us. The lingerie, like the get like the brand collab gifts the trip is just like oh and the christmas like when she was like doing christmas stuff with her son and didn't go to um jessel's party so it's like well so this is my question this is my question there is like following your natural instinct of like this is how i live my life and there's also like if you break the fourth wall of it, like they're all coworkers doing a job in which their job is to like engage with each other and like participate and do everything together. Mm-hmm. So like, would you as a coworker see it as like, why do you think you get to do things separately from us? Because it's like, if she weren't Jenna Lyons, which again, people put so much stock into this. And I think it's like also overhype and I feel like even the castmates did it to themselves with calling her, like if they would just talk to her normal the whole time and like not treat her special, you know, like she seems like she doesn't need any more of that kind of like, yes, people around her. I think like pretty much everybody that's her quote friend is like also her colleague outside of the housewives. But it's just like part of being on the show is like partaking in all these scenes because you're doing like all of the group dynamics together. So to me, that's what I find a little irritating is like, she it's like a Denise Richards issue where it's like well I'm really not like a real housewife I'm a celebrity who has like deigned to be on this show with you all do you know what I'm saying yeah I do get the co-worker mindset it's like if y'all are all I don't know going I think that's what it's more about like going to a conference and staying all in the ho- like the same hotel and someone else decides to stay somewhere else I mean honestly I don't really give a like I don't care so much because it's like okay like that's where you want to sleep like I am a believer of people sleeping comfortably like doing what they want to do um especially if like we're all getting paid differently because of that like or maybe she's I mean obviously she's getting paid the most out of everyone on the cast um but I I don't know if that's true really you wouldn't think she would be because I think it's more about a seniority thing like they're all starting the season together. 
is it really about a seniority thing? I would feel like it's like Jenna Lyons would be like the, like the one to be paid the most. I really don't think so because even like the people who get the most like love and screen time and stuff like that, like they were talking about how, um, with like Vanderpump rules, like that one season Stassi wasn't in it because of that. She was like a pay grade back behind everybody else who she started with for like another three or four years and had to catch up. Like, and again, I know it's no Jenna lines, like goodness forbid somebody works at J crew once for 20 years. And all of a sudden they're like, I just don't think that Jenna, Jenna has name notoriety, but like there's plenty of people who are watching the show who had no idea who she was until the show began do you know what I mean so yeah I think it's she's notable to New York people or to fashion people like I know who she was but we're pop culture people but I'm saying like the everyday viewer who's like oh I didn't know they changed the cast on Real House of New York definitely won't know who she is yeah I don't know I I wouldn't think that they will all start the same um in this climate of like reality tv like back in the day yeah but then again, Bethany made seven grand that first season um, of Roni. And I don't know how much everyone else got paid. So that's all I mean. But I mean, personally, I don't give a fuck. Go early, yeah. do what you want. Um, I, think, I think it's not so much the dynamic. I think it's like we're being paid to engage with each other and you're not doing the thing that we're all agreeing to doing. Like you're off just like doing like because it's a tenant of the job do you know what I mean like there's scenes you film alone there's scenes you show up to with other people and they're kind of like and like on a friend level too I'm like agree to is like do you want to be our friend like we should partake in stuff like this because it's part of the fun you know it's part of the fun like you were talking about planning your birthday trip you know it's like part of the fun is if possible like if you all live in some is like you know having somebody at the airport with you so that you can like people watch or you know what I mean like I think I think in a personal sense, there's a mild part of like, we wanted to spend some time with you because when you do open up, we do like getting to know you. But I think on the fourth wall break, it's like you going and doing your own thing is like not what we've all signed up to do. Yeah. And I do agree. Like, I think it's, it doesn't come off great the way that they deliver it. But I do appreciate the call out of like, because they used to do that with Bethany too. They were like, um, how many skinny girl bags are we getting with all of like, why are we going to these parties where it's just skinny girl vomiting on the walls? You know, they're kind of like, okay, so now we have to have this thing that like you filmed a boxing for and stuff too. It's just kind of like, I think they've all come in with like an intent of at least trying to form some bonds and Jenna's come in with like a business opportunity and that's her prerogative, but also it's their prerogative to be like, Hey, so you don't want to like get to know us? Just let us know now. Like, I do see that side. Um, but I think the way it came off was bad because, and I wouldn't say that <clears throat> her disorder is necessarily a cop out. I think that they feel like it is a cop out this time. Um, but like, if she were to like use her disorder multiple times throughout the season of like, oh, that's why I'm not coming, or that's why I stayed home, like, then I'd be like, okay. But to want to fly down earlier because you're uncomfortable and you don't show skin and you want to be able to show skin and you want to feel comfortable in your body and you want to go down early. I just don't see that being a problem. I think the biggest issue is that like to me in this situation is that she opened up to someone that 
like and made a joke, an, an honest joke to someone that just used it against her, which is well, our cancer. No, I said that's why I said it's an honest joke. Like she's like, okay, I'm I'm going down early, but also I didn't want to fly coach. Yeah, yeah, like I also yeah. didn't want to fly coach. Um, yeah, I mean, Aaron was hella messy. I like definitely in my notes. I will say though, I think what rub like Bryn's sentiment is the most similar to mine in terms of this whole thing. Cause it's like, be straightforward. And I think her intent of a cop-out is Jenna did Jenna. Okay. You have to remember Jenna's like in corporate world running shit, you know, for however many years. So she knows how to like massage people in a way, like psychologically to get what she wants. You know what I mean? And again, not that I'm comparing myself to Jenna lines, but like takes one to know, you know what I mean? So yeah, I can see the subtle signs of like when someone's fucking around. And I think what she said that would have rubbed me the wrong way as well. She's like, you guys just don't like, she was doing the fake compliment to like try and boost them up and make herself seem like not the victim, but like explain the discomfort when she was like, you guys are just beautiful and you have perfect skin. And it's like, just in the same way that people don't know about like your disorder or how that makes you feel. You don't know what any of these other five women may have going on because everybody looks beautiful. Like, you know, we don't look at everyone else the way we look at ourselves. Is that, or everyone, no one looks at you the way you look at yourself. So like all these other women might have all sorts of stuff. So for her to do like a fake compliment as the reason why she's insecure, like, it's okay to say like, I have this disorder and I'm uncomfortable and this is what I have to do for it. Um, but like to like rope them into the excuse, I think is what Bryn didn't like. And I very much related to, and I was weak when Jenna was like, have you ever seen a picture of me on the red carpet like that? And Bryn was like, I don't look at pictures of you on the red carpet. <laughs> Cause that was like a very like real Jenna coming out in that moment of like, don't you look at my red carpet pictures? Like when have you ever seen that? And it's like, no, these people have very different lives from you. But yeah, I mean, I just took it as like an example. Like I don't wear, I I don't have a lot of skin. I don't show a lot of skin. That's just not what I do because I'm not comfortable. I did like when Brenda was like, she's like, I can't even be mad at her anymore. She walked in here. She's glowing. She looks beautiful. Like I can't even say anything like, "Eh, whatever. I mean, I think that's the good thing about like Brynn has the most like perspective in situations. Like I like that she speaks up when she's mad. She doesn't let people slide, but also she's like, has a good sense of humor about things as well and she just moves on she's just like okay whatever whereas Aaron just can't move on I mean Aaron is a cancer and it's (laughs) very evident but I was weak I was like okay potster when like Jenna confided in her about the first class thing and then Aaron I like the way Aaron did it like a perfect cancer would where she was just like hey guys so like no big deal. But like after Jenna's surgery, like I made her some soup, you know? And so I brought her the soup, like that wasn't relevant to the conversation. You could have just said, I talked to Jenna the other day, but like, let's preface with the fact that I nurtured her. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like such a good person. Cause then they were like, Oh, that's so sweet. And she's like, it's really no big deal. I just, you know, had to share it. I just Um, went across town. No worries. with Because it was like a lovely gesture, but I hate when people have to tell people that they did nice things you know it's kind of like do your again privacy just do it quietly they'll see it on screen next in three months anyways she's like so I just brought her some soup and um you know she did say that the real reason she didn't want to come or the real reason she came down late was because she didn't want to fly coach and I was like oh 
I see that iced tea straw. But like she missed, like she didn't put anything else in it. I was like, so she didn't mention like the first reason was because she wanted to tan earlier in private. But they that part already because that was already in the group chat. Right. But I'm like, she made that seem like that was the only reason why she went down early was because she didn't want to fly coach when that wasn't like the, the case. The real reason. Like that the disorder was like the decoy reason, but the real reason was. I mean, if she walked in in a burka, like, and wasn't tan, I'd be like, okay, yeah, like you faked it. But she walked in like with her back out, like you know tan as fuck. Weird? It looked like a spray tan to me. It didn't look natural. It was like too even. But that was just me. <laughs> Like it, like, don't you sometimes when you see respectfully white people spray tan, it's like a Lisa Barlow where it's like kind of an orangey, you know, like it's not tan tan. It's like a weird color because it's, I just thought maybe it was the lighting. Um, cause she looked a little burnt to me. Like she got like, a like too much sun. Oh, okay. I was like, it was just giving orange. It's like maybe she just like tan like- nude. Like she was like, okay, I'm just going to like sit up here. I'm going to tan and I'll be ready to go. She was like such a. She was fine about the room, even though I mean, obviously, she saw the other she rooms. She's not and fine like, about the room. She's playing. Charming. Okay, Jessel won me back over this week when she was like, <laughs> "When people say charming, that's a fuck you." I was like, "Yes, Jessel, I do like <laughs> sometimes." Like, and I overall actually really like Jessel. I just like think she needs to accept some things in her existence. But I, I was, was weak. Thinking. No, I was weak when she was like, "Should I bring the green lingerie?" I lost some weight. It's actually cute. <laughs> That's what it was, high key. Like, a, a bitch just, oh no, they were born a while ago. I was like, a bitch just had babies. Like, I mean, they're like a year yeah. old. Like, they're like one and a half. That's why, that's why I took it back. But I was yeah. like, at first I was thinking like postpartum body, but you know. I mean, she does have a postpartum body. Isn't from- like postpartum until like three years old? Um. Again, even though most of my friends are mothers now, I don't know the tea on that because- I've never asked, but being a mother is hard. Like your titties fall, you have stretch marks in odd places. It takes forever to lose the baby weight. If you lose it, your vagina is never the same. Your life is never the same. Your feet grow, your but nose swells, to be your ears grow. I mean, it's a give and take. Cause I'm like, if that's, the priority in life then yeah you literally hosted like, an alien inside of your body and sacrificed your entire being to birth this creature that sucks all the life from you for nine ten months like an elephant and then you have to take care of them your entire life mm-hmm. wow shout out to all my mom friends i've got at least eight off the top of my head i made that sound really depressing <laughs> I know. I was like, they're all beautiful women in different phases of their lives. And the most important part is like, they're responsible for another life now and they all do amazing jobs at it. So it's not for everybody. I don't even know if it's for me, but I love seeing all my moms being friends or all my friends being moms. I mean, I think it's so cute. Um, Except for the bad kids. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, again, my, my friends are raising their children right so far. So (laughs) Not an issue, knock on wood for now. But yeah, I mean, again, it's people are always trying to strive for like unrealistic expectations about the human body and the human body is beautiful at every phase and as it serves its purpose. Yeah, but yeah, Aaron would have got my 
my boobie, but that's why I just said Aaron and Sai because they're just very aggressive. Like, I think Sai the hard so Sai has the same sun and moon as Candace Dillard Bassett, and remember, like those first couple seasons, not a viewer could stand Candace, like because she had a lot of that same delivery and was really abrupt. And just like let everything spill out of her mouth that she thought and like didn't really care about what it sounded like. And I feel like Sai is having a lot of that experience too, where it's like she can't stop herself from saying stuff. And so sometimes it's irritating, but at the same time, I think she has points, but people don't like that the way she's delivering it. And so they're just much more focused on that. I mean, I didn't like Aaron's the most. The whole like viewership, I feel like is just super anti-Sai. And I'm like, I think they just don't like the sound of her voice, to be honest, because it's very squawky. I mean, it is very squawky, yeah. but I think Aaron probably bothered me the most, especially because I forgot she said, like, it doesn't look like Jenna's afraid to show skin. And I'm like, that's really insensitive. Like, you just I mean, went and she think- brought that girl br- butternut squash for her having to get her 13th teeth surgery. Oh, and God. yet you're I sitting here. I hate I hate medical storylines on the show. If they thirteen shouldn't. times and you're not done yet, and you're in your fifties. Yeah. By the time you're all set, you're buried in the ground. I would just get dentures at this point. My grandpa had him, and he lived a happy life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like if that's. If it's that much work, just put some chompers in. You wash them every day like a retainer and you put them in a glass of water. But I wonder like why she didn't just get veneers. Like 13 surgeries is. Woo. I don't I, I don't know much about the condition, so I can't say, but. I don't either. But that's why Aaron saying that was like it, super insensitive. I was like, I don't like that she said that like. I and think, hope that she apologizes. It was like light shade, and those two are like really tight in real time. So I feel like it's gonna be fine because uh, Aaron is super tight. I think, like honestly, she's tight with everybody now except for Jessel, maybe because I heard her on a podcast recently, and there were like a couple little comments about Je- like again, not actively insulting. But like all of them have been really good about just quietly making comments about each other without really giving too much away for the giving, reunion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very I'm very intrigued about the reunion to see where people stand. Um, but I know that like Aaron is really tight with Jenna. She's really tight with Sai. She claims to be like really cool with Uba. And it seems like she's forgiven Bryn. So that's why I'm like, I think the only person she might have anything with is Jessel at this point. Um, just a note for my, like for people about traveling. Cause this is like one of my, it's not a pet peeve, but I advise against it. If you're somebody who's like forgetful, like when I was younger, I used to lose stuff all the time. So I'm like always just trying to prevent myself from losing things because the self-punishment is just too much to suffer. Do not unpack all your stuff and start hanging it up. Like, unless it's like a couple things that need to be like hung for like steaming or something. Do not like hang all of your stuff up in the hangers and like put everything in the drawers and do like move in quote unquote, especially if it's not a long trip, like because you are going to leave something in that closet or in that bathroom or under the bed. It's like, I literally only pull out like the things that I need for that day. And then I put everything still back in the suitcase or in the laundry bag at the end of the day. 
even my toiletries I don't leave them in the bath like I'm just so paranoid so when Erin was putting her stuff in the drawers I was like girl that's how you forget your favorite pair of shorts I've left my iPad in a hotel room before like just put everything where it would go if you were leaving yeah I like to put stuff in my suitcase like in order like I put them in order of things and then like I'll put out like the main things like maybe my jewelry and like my like lotions and stuff and like set it all in one space so that I don't like lose it um I'm very organized like about that it stresses me out so much um but that's really all I had for the like I said I was like not the most interesting yeah I wasn't I was very relatable to Sai when traveling when she had like her eye mask and her regular mask and all that because that's me as hell and then always have the jacket that you put to use as your own personal blanket because those Mm -hmm. are cold as fuck yeah for sure I always have like I always get food beforehand I have my iPad or whatever I'm using to watch shit and a blanket and are you one of those people that brings like potent smelling food on the plane no I always get whatever is like there like and I might bring a snack like in my bag like some chips or something but no it's normally like Chick-fil-A or like a biscuit sandwich or something but something like anything crazy hmm something with a scent to it I mean if it's Chick-fil-A like Chick-fil-A has a (laughs) wafting and people are like man I wish I had a waffle fry right now but I'm 30,000 feet in the air yeah i'm yeah it's normally that it's never like tuna or like salmon someone told me we went to dc last weekend and kylie told me that somebody next to her had fish on the um on the train and on the train you can bring whatever like you can bring whatever you want from home so like usually like if i don't have time to eat before like i'll pack like my yogurt and stuff in my lunch bag but yeah i can't on planes i can't I like try to just eat my meal like within a good amount of time before because if I eat right before or during the flight, I always feel sick. I have like a weird digestive thing with planes. Oh. So, I mean, I've eaten like on the long haul flights, like I'll eat what they give us because especially if like you have a dietary restriction, you get like, you don't necessarily get better food, but you don't get what everybody else is getting. So sometimes it's better, but like you only eat five bites anyway. Yeah. Just to not like worry about getting hungry because of blood sugar stuff. So like I always have like a pack of nuts, usually a bag of some kind of candy, because like sometimes you just want to like nervously munch or something. Yeah, the thing about it is like I'll eat at the beginning and then I just like normally by the time like we're in the air, I'm like, yeah, I'm good on food. I'm good on everything. Like I just want to like go to go to sleep. I always or like read a book or something. Agreed. Anyway, well, should we have for New York? Take Time a break. To... Oh, yeah, let's take a break. Wow, we've had a lot to say about those girls. Nothing. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It's snowing back in Salt Lake. <laughs> what was it? Ding, ding, ding. I don't know. That's... <laughs> I was like, what's the sound of snow? <gasps> I guess I should have done. Like, it's always so intense. I'm so excited. This was a fairly decent premiere. Um, Like, if there was, like, a one to four rating of stars, I would give it a three of four stars. Like, we were almost there. But premiere episodes are never that great. 
Um, I'll give the beginning a four. Like the opening. Oh, I didn't like that. It was weird. The, the, The Bible verses. It was giving me, whoa, it was giving me like, um, that was my one type of mob show, but with it was Christians. Weird <laughs> I was like, this is why people don't respect people who love Jesus because we do stuff like this. Mark three sixteen. I don't know. It was like Micah, blah, blah, blah. Some well, thing is, it's like they aren't actors. Like they're just so cheese. Like the women are so cheesy. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I thought it was great. I was like, this is fire. I love this opening. Well, I guess this is just a house divided tonight. Clearly. Because <laughs> we have agreed on zero things. Nothing. <laughs> Except that we love Lindsay Hubbard. That's the only thing we stay in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. Oh. No, okay. I said, yeah, 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 that's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you were turning on Hub House. I went, whoa. <laughs> Listens to Giggly Squad 300 times and all of a sudden just turns on our girl. I mean, I did listen to it today, too. I know. I'm up to date. Oh I God. believe you. I'm a giggler. I don't know what happened, but here I am. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about happier things. Um, we did like the little intros, like Lisa's handling Sundance. Good for her. Jack is going on a mission and didn't tell them after he said fudge college. <laughs> I was like, I will still never get that. Honestly, fudge college fudge college and he sounds and looks just like lisa which is kind of funny yeah. <laughs> fudge college um, um it was like you... oh go ahead i was gonna say this is probably like a hot not a hot take but a um opinion that some may not agree with and some may say mm, it's just missionaries are very colonial like lism to me it's like it's like modern day colonialism i'm it's personally not something i support (laughs) i do not i'm not supportive because it's like you go to these countries where people practice their own religion it's very white savior it's very colonialism it's like we're gonna go come and save you like i didn't need your saving yeah i i i don't personally care for it but you know to each their own everyone thinks they're doing a good thing i mean i have a cousin that's literally he does missionaries like for a living and so you know i mean i don't care one of my cousins she so i grew up catholic but she her family like decided to partake in like a different sect of christianity and i think she did mission work in indonesia and now she's like married to someone from there and lives her so like God does do the work sometimes. Like she escaped her life in Minnesota, which was not a bad life, but maybe not an interesting one. <laughs> and like 90 day fiance the other way. Yeah. I, I mean, like five year, like they've been together for a long time and they're having babies. So like, you know, God does his work in mysterious ways, but it is not for me personally. Yeah, no, that it's- is not how I express my faith personally, but to each their own. I mean, I guess it's better than like him thinking he was just going to randomly start a business with his parents' money and like no work ethic last year. Cause I was like, that's giving raggedy Andrew. But so at least he'll do this and like buy himself two more years of figuring out what he wants to do with it. I'm like, they can't see him for two years. Like, you can't even go visit. Like, I'm so confused. Like, is this a cult? I don't know. Sometimes people act like this and it's not that serious. But she said it on Watch What Happens Live. She was like, he's at camp or at training camp right now he leaves Uh like next week or like very soon and she's like we can't see him for two years 
Well, she has an interesting relationship with the truth, so I don't know. Watch him be home for Christmas. And if not, like, then that's his, like, people do things like that all the time. And I mean, at least, like, he's, I feel like he's smart, because she was like, she didn't know, like, she thought she was going to have to buy him honor, like, cords, and he graduated with honors. that was super sketch. You were going to buy him, like, you were going to fake him getting good grades. Like, how much of an appearance do you have to make? And you know what I mean? I thought that was super weird when she said that. When she said that, I thought that that was, I thought she was just making a joke. Like, I thought I was going to have to buy them, buy it, buy them. Like, I thought she was just oh, saying no, a joke. I fully believed her. It's like, no, but he made honors. He actually graduated with his associate's degree. So I'm like, okay, well, when he like finishes his mission, like he can always say like, since he has two years under his belt, right? With associates, he can, he's like not behind. He could, yeah. He could go to like a he catch up. Right. More years for bachelors and stuff. Right. 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 So I was like, okay, well, it sounds like he's smart. Like, you know, he has a good head on his shoulders. We'll see what happens after these two years. What if he comes back with like, yeah. well, I was going to say you love to see the good in people. Um, because I love, you know, I, 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 I would listen. I was all about Barlow last year. You recall, but like this episode, I switched on a dime again. And I was like, nope. I mean, I what kind made of you switch? Like, because of the comment um, about um, not just the comment of the honors, like the thing about like Monica's appearance. I was like, that's making me mildly uncomfortable. And then um, her thing on Watch What Happens Live, like I just you know, and again, it's like all of these housewives are the same, right? Where it's like they do just care about what people think about them, but some people just know how to hide it better than others, and so. I don't know. I just was like not loving her this episode. But Maybe we'll get into the Monica crazy. thing because I honestly didn't like catch like there was any like um, undertones of like. Well, she doesn't know that she was saying something that has connotations to it. So it's kind of like if you're so, you know, like that was Monica's argument in the post was like, if you're such a New Yorker and so multifaceted, you should know more about the world and like I do take that like very personal as Latinx person like I just in 2023 if people aren't exposed to different things or like don't know stuff like eventually that's on you not you India but like on people because like the internet exists media exists like you can learn about anything you want at any time because especially earlier today too I was listening to like an interview that a podcaster did with Eva Longoria and I won't say who but like literally said to Eva Longoria who was born and raised in the United States but is Mexican-American a million times she's like well in America we don't really do that and Eva was like yeah people in America do do that like Latinx people do that or Mexican-American people do that or like and she said it a number of times or like had all these weird questions about Latinx people and I'm like I'm not saying everybody needs to be an expert but like people just need to think about what they're saying before they say it that's all I'm gonna say Mm, yeah if if you haven't experienced it you can't know what it's like to you know have those kind of things where it's like a lot of this is fairly common knowledge by now and so it's just like if you if she had more exposure to people she would one know that there's like a variety of appearances and again she would just know it's kind of like when Kyle and Garcelle had that conversation about Garcelle not paying the donation for the charity and garcelle was like you don't understand the implication of what you said and then kyle was like okay because i don't know this and then like you know yeah and had that conversation 
So this isn't like Lisa did not have an opportunity to respond to that per se, unless she sees it on social, but it's just, it was just an act of ignorance that I did not care for, but. Oh, I just thought she was just being shady. Like she used to have bleach. Her intent was just to be shady, but she bleached blonde hair and now she's tan. Like she got a suntan and. I think it, I think it was the fair skinned comment was just a little, but again, it's she wasn't saying it with an intent of racism or of like discrimination she just doesn't understand why that was an ignorant thing to say again more so it was the thing about the skin to me in conjunction with the hair because obviously people dye their hair all the time yeah i understand but uh you know she was fine it's just like she also just like is very into like all of the scene and stuff and so it was just like a combination of those moments and then like on watch what she always like stresses me out watch what happens live because she's always giggling like she's nervous and so she's always like giggling or trying to seem like she's having fun so i was like oh my god like it's it's definitely like an awkward nervous giggle he was like wow you're really like having fun with yourself and she's like yeah i am (laughs) (laughs) and she does it every time she doesn't watch what happens live because i remembered the last time too but yeah, we have the thing about Jack. Jack really said fudge college. He's going to be a missionary. Best of luck to him. <laughs> um, I was kind of like Heather. They are trying to do this image rehab with Heather to me this season. Because like I was happy for her that she said she got a new house. Because I feel like living in the house that you lived in with your husband all those years is like not good psychologically. No. Oh, so I think the fact that she got like a new space and like she's doing better. I'm happy for her um we'll get I don't to- hate Heather as much this season I will say so far I think it's very intentional like I feel like we're getting a Heather rehab edit for sure and then I because she got such a bad rap last year in general and then we'll talk about it with like the snowball party but like she is like now that Jen is gone she's like I've never met her before energy which back to your I'm point free about- back to your point about me and loyalty I was like oh I mean, she definitely said, like, really shed their skin, tormented, brutalized, lived in fear, obviously, about Jen Shaw. I'm like, Jesus, like, you make <laughs> she's so, and Heather Gay is also a cancer. So make notes as you made about Aaron with like the victim thing. And again, Heather Gay is right there. I thought it was hilarious that, um, was it, or not hilarious. I felt really weird when she was like, yeah, it was just like a bad time to talk about our friendship. But now that she's in jail, like I can close that door. Like she was very much like, I'm done with her. And I like I I'm not defending Jen's crimes, but I do think that like Jen was also a friend to Heather in some type of a way. When those other girls didn't want to be friends with Heather, because Meredith used to not want to be friends with Heather, and Lisa definitely didn't want to be friends with Heather. And Jen was still her friend. So I mean, but apparently talking mad crap behind her back, so. But a lot of people do that, so, like. I mean, I do believe in, like, if you have a friendship that you literally is sucking all the life out of you, and then that person is, like, in camp, or they're out of your life, it's like, I can breathe. Like, I feel like an individual. Like, I don't feel like I am... Like but, I have this like burden on me anymore. But I agree with Mary. And when Mary was like, you know what you were in for when you signed up yeah. for it and you enjoyed the ride. Like Mary, yeah. talked about, she was like, you two, like the fact that Heather said, no, I think a lot of people projected that onto us. I was like, you're a terrible friend. Like, it's not about 
who people are as individuals, like, because everyone will be like, well, Jen's a criminal, Jen's a bitch, blah, blah. No, as a friend, you were just as bad or worse because the minute that like she goes to prison, you're like, I don't know her. You know what I mean? And it's one of those, like, again, she did something extremely wrong, but if you're claiming like you're ride or die to the end, this like, and I do believe in boundaries and like respecting your space and stuff, but the way she's talking about her, instead of saying like, I'm taking this time that she's away for like myself and, you know, trying to fight right. again. She's like, I'm closing the door. Yeah. Cause on watch what happens live, Lisa said that no, no, none of them are in touch with Jen at all. Like, and that's fair. Cause I don't think anybody else was really her friend. You know what I mean? Like Meredith was just doing that for out, like for an alliance because she was anti-Lisa last year, but she yeah. wasn't actually wanting to be Jen's friend. And like, she was always kind of like Meredith. I'm wondering if this is a season in which I'm weirdly into Meredith only because she's really like playing the game this season. And so in my, into her face and her, the work she's done to her face, but no, I'm, why are we a house divided? I literally <laughs> like, why are only her eyes moving? The rest of her face in those confessionals is like, she is filled oh, and Botox the fuck up. And it's I think she got a facelift. Cause she, her whole face, like she was laughing. She and it looks was like, like she's aging backwards, but she doesn't look like a person. No, she doesn't. She doesn't have any expressions. Cause she was literally like, ha 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 ha. And it was just her eyeballs moving. The rest of her face was perfectly still. And it was scary, but it is scary because in, on her Instagram photos, I'm like the face tune, but then seeing her in her conventional, like, I'm like, work, hold on. Plus the face tune is creepy. I hate seeing I'm like, hold on. Like she looks like she does on Instagram and her confessionals. Like, no, that's just her face. Like she definitely got a facelift. Like you can just tell the difference because Heather, like she's aging. Like, yeah, Heather has some filler. She has some Botox, but like, you can see like her like natural lines, like in her, in her skin. And you see nothing on Heather's face. Like same thing with Lisa. You can see Lisa. Lisa's the most natural looking person on that cast that has not changed. Like she just... She, she is who she does anything it's really simple yeah because I was looking what's interesting is like I was looking at her in her confessional and she actually this season looks the most like she does in her when they flash back to her wedding picture like this season her face looks the most like she did 20 years ago yeah it's so really wild Meredith's is terrifying to me only because like I can't watch someone laugh with just their eyeballs like not a single other muscle moved in her whole school it was scary but I do like that she's engaging. I love her mocking Whitney when they were reading the article. And she's like, I like to cook and drink wine. And I was like, oh my God, Petty Meredith, who knew that we needed her. I'm obsessed. And then I also liked that she told Heather, you do not go after my husband and you do not go after my bathtub. Like, I was like, do you hear yourself? Meredith is... <laughs> She's a Sag through and through because, wait, is she a Sag? She's a Sag. The grudges. Sages hold such fucking stupid grudges. Listen. A bathtub? Like, I'm I'm actually Team Whitney with this. Like, wait, you're going, like, hold on. You're going to hate me for five years now and bring up this fucking bathtub for literally ever. Like, I'm never going to live this down. It's hilarious. I just love that she was like, 
defending her bathtubs. Like she had to name the bathtub and she was like, what's left my children. I'm like, you're comparing your husband and your children to your bathtub. Like (laughs) you're the list that you just said, like you're insane. And then, um, we get the return of Mary M Cosby. When I tell you whatever she said in her confessional, when she was like, and now I'm back. I was like, I had just woken up and I was eating breakfast and I applauded alone in my living room. I was like, yes, Mary is back. And it's like, she's never left. When she walked up and could not open that door, (laughs) the ad libs, first of all, like it smells like hospital, little girl, your kid needs nutrients. Your kid needs nutrients. I lost it. I was when like, she said that Robert Jr. has a girlfriend, but everyone's telling her it's his wife. And the producer is like, have you asked him? She's like, I haven't gotten a chance. She's like, but you live in the same house with him. Like, she's like, hmm. listen, Lisa needs to be careful with Jack because Robert Jr. is a flop. Because I was watching season one back a few weeks ago and he like didn't want to go to college, like didn't want to go to a good high school, all the stuff. He just wanted to stay home. And I feel like he's just living at home, living off of her cult money. <laughs> allegedly Probably. i mean at least fudge college is going to a mission he's doing something yeah he's like, no, i like, want to robert jr has never left. i don't think robert jr has left that house since march 2020 i bet you it's the same girlfriend she was complaining about in season one. I oh yeah to- remember he said he like wanted a fridge in his room didn't he say that yeah he wants <laughs> he's like worse than her at the self like he's modeling he's he's practicing what he, what has been modeled to him but i'm like how have you not asked him if he got married when you guys live in the same house, I, don't I haven't gotten the chance. Like what you're talking to your mannequins too much. You know, when you blacked out like 15 minutes ago, worried about motherhood and how it was going to change the body and all that stuff. Yeah. There are people who have children when they don't really want to be moms, but they just think that's part of life. And uh, I'm not going to name names, but I feel like someone whose name rhymes with Shmary Schmosby. <laughs> probably had a child because that's what was expected of her. And she's like, I don't really want to spend time with you i mean look she she, in order to get the church she had to marry her granddaddy so i'm sure somewhere in them documents that said you also have to have a child and name him robert so (laughs) i so i just don't feel like she cares enough to find out like she doesn't really want to know she's like as long as i've got my money and my clothes whatever he does is his his business (laughs) it's giving libra i mean i love a cognitive dissonant moment (laughs) (laughs) They freaked me out when they had lunch together, though, because I think Meredith literally just ordered a lobster tail by itself. That was her lunch. So that's a decision she made. And I just <laughs> mentioned that. And then we see this is when we get introduced to Monica via Angie and um, Lisa. Angie K coming out of her car in that pink outfit looked like a Scooby-Doo villain. She looked <laughs> nuts. I'm like, what the fuck is she wearing right now? Like, <laughs> She gets one contract and all of a sudden she said, I'm no longer an extra in Austin Powers franchise. I am now a supporter. But she character. didn't even look good. That's the, that's the part. Like well, that's, that's why I'm giving her these references. She looked crazy. Jenna would be like fashion victim. The Fendi. Versace purse. on your eyes and Fendi on your hands. Crime. Ooh, crime. Because it's true. Like it's the tackiness for me. Like, she's so tacky. She's so gaudy. I didn't like her last year. I like her even less. And then we kind of went into the Monica intro, but like, <laughs> I, I, I like her less. 
anyway. <laughs> Again, I'm a Libra. We just say <laughs> things and they're facts. We're not going to hurt anybody. <laughs> um, I like her less. <laughs> today at work, I told my work bestie, I was like, have you read The Art of War by Lao Tzu? And she's like, no, but our boss recommended it to me. And I was like, yeah, you should read it. It's my favorite book. And everybody thought I was kidding. And I was like, no, it's really good. <laughs> I read it in high school and it served me well. <laughs> Anyways, um, so again, Scooby-Doo villain, Lisa and Monica sit down for lunch. And- Lisa always looks so good. Like she brought it. She brings it. I mean, Salt Lake City is a very low bar for style. So she does fine. But it's just but, so simple. Uh, like she but, just dresses. But that's why it like looks good. Although I, uh, unpopular opinion, I didn't like the star jacket at the ski thing or the I snowball thing. I just, I don't do loud. It looked like a vintage like jacket, which is why I loved it. And I love saying like, she was like on Watch What Happens Live saying it's from Italy. I can't remember the brand. Like, I because I say shit like that like I don't remember because bitch you're not going to get my jacket like one of a kind boutique yeah I mean there's people all the time will be like where did you get this and it's like at a clinical level and you're like I'm not telling you anymore because you're annoying me like yeah I'm gonna gatekeep this compliment it one thing and go find something for yourself don't just try to replicate this no but she does well but also they all dress so badly all together I actually, even though it's not a style for me, I do think that most of the time Mary is a very well-dressed person. Oh yeah, Mary too. Like she, and she like, cause it's her shit. Like, you know, like we saw the closet season one. Like that's all she's, she loves her clothes more than her child, probably. Um, yeah. So I was like thinking that because I was like, everybody in Salt Lake City looks so fucking bad. Like Heather doesn't dress well. Monica doesn't dress well. Um, I, I personally don't love Lisa's style, but like she gets away with more because she doesn't try to do like something hella trendy all the time. Oh, I love Lisa's style. style is not for me. And I don't think it's that impressive either. It's like how many blazers can one woman own between her and Shannon Bedore? I, mean, um, I do love a blazer. And then I don't think Whitney is very stylish, but obviously it's very easy to wear a Fendi snow jacket and a Fendi purse and look cute. Yeah, so, Whitney looks the right choice for that. But. Yeah, she was barely on this episode, but she looked good. Like her her extensions looked good. Like her makeup looked good. Her eyebrows looked good. Like she was fine. She's improving with time. She's improving. But overall, like when they were all at the snowball party, I was like, God, this cast is just like not comparable to other casts in terms of style. This is like- oh, I love Lisa's style. Meredith would probably be my like second, and then Mary, but. Mary's yeah. wigs just be terrible. So I, I mean, she can only invest in one thing at a time. <laughs> you know, like mannequins over the wigs. Yes, clothes over the wigs. Um, I was weak though at how fucked up they were by Mary's return at the snowball party. Like Heather, I mean, not Heather. Whitney, at least the way she was describing it in her confessional, was truly having a breakdown. She was like, Mary in the flesh is she a hologram? And those editors fucked me up when they were like, <laughs> at the hologram. I was like, y'all are trying to fuck around and find out. I don't have time for this. <laughs> Mary already scares me. I don't need to think that she's coming through my screen. Um, And then I wrote it again. No one here can dress for shit except maybe Mary. And then I said, Mary is a leave. Like, so again, 
my girl stars Exalissa uh, updated all the Zodiac placements for Salt Lake City. And Mary is a Libra sun and Aries moon. And when they showed those rage texts of hers to Lisa Barlow, I was like, that's an Aries moon if I've ever heard it. Because it was giving Tequila Katie. It was definitely giving Tequila Dodd, who's yeah. also a Libra sun, Aries moon. <laughs> and then to me, the way you know that Lisa is a Sag, because Sages lose it all the time. Again, as evidenced by Lisa's meltdown on Meredith on the hot mic. I mean, that was a Capricorn. I feel like that was a Capricorn moon moment because it's like she snapped. Like, I feel like- it was Capricorn moon because she didn't think that anybody could hear. Like, she didn't think anybody caught that. Yeah. She was being strategic. But Sagittarians lose their shit all the time. And so, like, for her to be like, oh, Mary and I didn't leave it bad. And then she read those texts and was like, it was fine. It's because her Sagittarius son understands her Aries moon. It's Aries like, moon. Mm. yeah, it's like a fire, fire thing. Um, we already went over this, but again, I just, the fact that Heather tried to claim that people projected her connection with Jen, I was like, that is like, again, you were talking about me and loyalty. That's like, to me, if I heard somebody say that, I'd be like, you're dead to me. Yeah. Like if I knew that you were one of my best friends and you were trying to tell people like, no, like people were really trying to make it seem like we were closer than we were. I'd be like, you can fucking fall down a river. And then um, Monica, small talk with a group. Of us. So who's read Heather's book? When no one spoke, I've never wanted to scream more loudly at 730 in the morning. When Mary said no one has, no one has read, read that book. <laughs> I said, Mary is God's conduit for sure. <laughs> she wasn't lying. No one's read it. You're reading that book? I screamed. I said, Mary. <laughs> and I said, none of these girls are her. Like, that hangout to me was so weird, the whole snowball party. Because I was like, especially after that, I was like, damn, none of y'all are anybody's. Like, none of them are friends to each other. No one's loyal. Like, none of them are each other's friends. I which was is weak when Lisa's like, like, I'll like, read if I'm in it. <laughs> that's kind of like, to me, half of what makes Salt Lake City good and half of what makes it bad is like, they none of them are loyal to each other so you'll always get like turning tables in terms of dynamics but the fact that they're not friends they don't hold like that similar like heart to it do you know what I mean yeah no I do know what you mean because I was confused I thought Whitney and Lisa were friends last season and now it's Angie K and Lisa and I'm like who's Whitney the Angie K Lisa pairing is very odd to me I don't know where that came from, but it's obviously like a strategy too. Like, I don't know how long that'll last. Yeah. But I found it very interesting. And also Angie K just still is giving friend of to me. I'm sure maybe later this season we'll get some of her own scenes, but right now she's just still giving me friend of energy more than like, I'm a real cast member. I mean, this season was really like Heather and Lisa were like the, at the, and Meredith, I feel like we're at the like forefront episode. Yeah, and then we like get a little. We get an introduction introduction to Monica, but Whitney wasn't really on here. Like, there was no personal Angie K. Like, yeah, like to me, I thought that like Angie K's little intro confessional to like meeting Monica was a cheap shot because it was just like making fun of Jen again. And it's like, okay, but is there anything interesting about yourself or Monica as two people? Yeah, like not yet. I think Monica's going to have more interesting shit than Angie K is probably. 
I feel like but Monica I think is going to be the one that's about like her business or something is what we're going to see this season. Yeah. And I think Monica's going to just be really messy this season. I, I'm ready because they need some mess because I feel like they're just so distilled in the way that they all fight. And so I think Monica is just going to throw a wrench in anybody trying Monica and Mary together because when they did that season preview and brought up the inbred comment again, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I've seen it like 90 times and I still laugh just as hard every time. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Again, leave her delivery. We're just like, yep, I like her less. But I just wonder because at the beginning when Heather was on the phone, like she betrayed us all. I'm like, who's she talking about? Is she talking about Monica? Like, or she fooled us all or something. The thing is, is that editors on some of these shows love to tease us something like it's really good and then it's not. Like it could be like, Heather's ex-sister-in-law you know it could be like something that has nothing to do with like anybody we know right and it's just gonna be a fake out because they love a fake out which pisses me off yeah I hate the fake outs so I don't get really invested in the previews because they get so edited or like there's times they've had trailers and then they don't even use the scenes from the trailers in the actual show so Uh, yeah that happens so much on Summer House it was pissing me off Hope everybody enjoyed this extra long episode because we were blessed with so many riches this week. I'm so I'm so pumped. I was telling John, I was like, like we're getting such good television now. Like we've got. I told you, fall is the best time of year at Bravo. We've got all the shows, and now we have Southern Charm coming on next Sunday or this upcoming Sunday or Tuesday. Maybe it's I Tuesday. It's like on a Thursday. No, no, no. It is on the Thursday. You're right. Next Thursday. Then we have um beverly hills in november yes november 1st bitches let's go we've got um roni legacy winter house is gonna have to come out in like october yeah we've got roni legacy coming we've got married to med and i'm intrigued by winter house because that's gonna be with alex from below deck Yes, but also just in general, like they're going to have such a mix of cast members because they have like Family Karma, Below Deck, Vanderpump Rules. Oh, yeah, our, our, so it's our be boy Benny. Like, it's yeah. going to be one of those like, you know, kind of celebrity all-star mixes. More yeah. So, which I think is going to be way more fun for the dynamic because it's not like clickish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Southern Charm Summer House combo was toxic. A flop. Yeah. So, yes, fall is always the best time of year at Bravo. We're going to have the best time ever. We're going to have to make some choices about what we talk about, I think. Um, I Are we? Like, all we have right now, when is Roni going to be over? I just don't think we can do more than two shows unless we do really short. Um, I mean, Roni is just so boring right Roni's now. Roni's ending soon. I think it's like at eight and I would say maybe it'll have like 12 episodes. So we still have a couple weeks. Yeah, I mean it's so boring right now that Southern Charm. I don't. Think. No, no, no. We're not going to cover Southern Charm. Um, but I hopefully it'll be over by the time that Winter House is here, and then once, um, Fair to Med comes when that comes October too, right? Oh man, whenever it comes back, that's got to be our number one. Oh yeah, Mary Med is always number back. one. Yeah, Doctor Simone. Now Paige and Doctor Jackie, Doctor Simone. I could call John right now and I could be like, hold on. I'm going to be like, what's the Married in Medicine song? Oh, (laughs) let me see if you can. I'm not here. I had phones around. He's going to know.
Hey, honey, what's the Married to Medicine song that I always sing? Say it again. Heavenly. Yeah, that's the show. That's it. You know my stuff. <laughs> I'm still recording. <laughs> I was telling Ruby. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, my love. I'll call you back. We're almost done. Everybody. Right, He's like, I'm high as shit. Did you hear I'm him? Sorry. I'm sorry to report. I couldn't hear most of it, but at one point, I did get Dr. Heavenly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I didn't hear the rest of it. I was like, hey, what's that marriage and medicine song that I sing? He's I like, love that he just still on command was just like, like uh, you mean that yeah. Paige and Dr. Jackie, Dr. Simmons, Dr. Contessa, RIP, she won't be this season. <laughs> Dr. Heavenly. I like when they have to pause. Toya. Quad. 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 Mariah. Now they're going to have to do Phaedra. <laughs> Mariah. <laughs> Lisa Nicole, <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish you could just go through your days just being announced like that. Now paging Ruby, Nia, <laughs> Anila. 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 Wait, is Anila on this season or she's gone too? Praise the Lord. She is no longer with us. I was like, Anila's gone. Contessa's gone. Contessa. Contessa is gone. Sad for me. Yeah. On the, um, and then I don't know if Quad is a full time or a part time. Gotcha. Well, so I can't wait because my baby Simone is there as per usual. Ten oh, seasons yeah. strong, y'all. You can't hold her down, or that <laughs> villain Jackie, <laughs> or um our other girl, um Toya. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Harris. I almost forgot about Toya Bush Harris. Love no. her. Oh man, John just made me laugh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you deserve a golden star. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Good boyfriend alert. All right. Well, I've kept India awake past her bedtime. Definitely past my bedtime. It's past I my hunger time. I'm so hungry right now. Well. You know, you're a work in progress in terms of the meal times, but I'm again proud of your progress. Keep working towards, you know, a balance, my friend. Yeah, I'm gonna eat breakfast again tomorrow. Life is different in your 30s. living life on the edge. We're gonna eat you breakfast again. Late night, late night dinner in your thirties. That's how people get ill. I mean because your body can't process right when you go to sleep so soon after you know what I mean like you need lots of work. I don't even go to sleep soon after <laughs> but are you like you're not taking walks around your neighborhood or you know what I mean like your body needs like the physical activity for digestion my mom said get up and do calf races that's what she learned through <laughs> a nutritionist on YouTube it's like <laughs> when you eat carby meals get up as soon as you can after eating and do calf raises it helps your digestion. That's like some similar like replacement if you can't go for like a walk. So I'll eat pizza and then I'll do calf races. Well, there you go. Everybody's just living life at their own pace, y'all. <laughs> and while you're living life at your own pace, follow us at Pop of Color Pod, like Monica did. Um, 
on Instagram and the app formerly known as Twitter, apparently called X now, but more importantly, follow us on Spotify or Apple podcasts and give us a five-star rating because we give you five stars of content every week. We do. When I'm awkward on camera. We do. Um, but otherwise, you know, and make good choices. Make good choices. Like you less, just like uh inch kick. Barbie scissor kicks. <laughs> yeah. Time for pizza. Bye. Oh God, time for sleep. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs> <laughs>